All right, welcome back to Last Week Chopped Up after a three-week hiatus, Jeremy. So we can, what, what you want to call this season two? I think we what we do. Ooh, third, we ooh, did 12 yeah, or 13. I like that. Could you know, be season two. Start need, of season two. <laughs> you need a little time off, and then, yeah, we're right back to it. <laughs> Uh, we l- l- learned a lot in that first season, you know, and now, and now we're right, even, right. even better, you know, sophomore season, go really crush it. That's right. You know, cause, cause like, I feel like I don't want to be like an old head about it, but it used to be for a TV show. It was like 24 episodes or 26 per season, right? Like 12 in the fall, 12 in the spring, something like that. And now I'll watch a show on Netflix and it'll be like eight episodes for a season. I'm like, that. That's like a, a a season per se. Like you ain't got oh. a, you know eleven season. You know, like I I, I don't know. So if, if that's the standard, twelve thirteen episodes, we hit it. You know, it feels right. Like season one, I don't know. Oh yeah, for sure, man. You got to get around like a lot of these uh, sort of limited series stuff. I just uh, watched the the season finale of Loki, which we didn't know if it was going to be series or season until it aired. But it's only six episodes, dog six get in get out it's kind of like a That's it. extended movie but you can get in more depth because they certainly spend money to make it look like it's a movie but yeah <laughs> man the limited time stuff because you think about it, who's got time to just unless to me unless it's just like i'm watching law and order svu yeah. or something i'm yeah. not just like let me rip off 22 episodes of this show for a season so i'm, no, I'm no. down it gives you some variety you know you get to check out more shows now since you're like yeah 10 11 feels about right yeah, you should be able to tell your story in ten episodes. Okay, we'll flip it around. You know, I watched it. There was like a sim, like limited engagement, whatever miniseries on Disney Plus called A Teacher. Have you seen this one? It's kind of haven't heard of that one. It's kind of it's kind of controversial. So it's it's reflecting uh, a relationship between a teacher and a, stu- a high school student, a romantic relationship. And the teacher in the show is supposed to be like 32, 33, and the students like eighteen years old, seventeen years old, something like that. Okay, and it's. What it's trying to do, what it, it claims to be doing, is showing the long-term psychological destruction it had uh, on the the victim, the boy, you know, mm-hmm. and basically like you know she groomed him, she was tutoring him, and she took him to parties, calling first names, and it, it went that direction. Uh, <laughs> Kate Mara stars in it, who you might oh, know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, uh, yeah. But but it it it, it I it I. My wife and I, we watched it and thought it was pretty good. But then at the end of the day, I, it, to me, I'd love to see what you think about it. There's no spoilers here because, you know, she statutory rapes this kid and goes to jail. I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? That, that's what happens. <laughs> but the actor that played the kid was 25 years old. And mm, okay. he looked kind of like a grown man in high school. You know, 25-year-old, like... I mean, maybe I was a bit of a baby face when I was 25, but like, you know, when you were 25, you couldn't have walked into our high school and sat down in a chair, right? Like, if you had done it, they'd be like, they'd be like you teach get him? the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We, we got a sub today? Like, yeah, exactly. You could be a teacher. You're the same age as a lot of the teachers, right? So, like, the problem I had with it was if they had cast, like, they couldn't cast a 16 year old because then she, that kicks you off to make out or whatever with an adult. That's not right. right. So at best you can cast an 18 year old, but actually how like real 18 year olds look, I don't think anyone wants to watch a miniseries of like a 35 year old Kate Mara making out with an actual 18 year old boy. Cause it looks terrible. So instead they cast this 25 year old guy. So actually the scenes, it's like, it, they kind of look like an on-screen couple, you know, like I think in real life, their age difference is like seven years or something. Yeah. So, but like important, like 32 to 25 is very different, right? Than, than what they're trying to depict. And so a lot of the reviews are like, hey, it tried to show the psychological 
impacts. But actually, the filmmakers showed like a hot and steamy romance that went wrong, you know, and that's not how this goes. Like if a 35-year-old teacher was sleeping with a 17-year-old boy, it would be completely gross to look at. It wouldn't be hot or whatever. So I don't know. You can, It's called A Teacher. Maybe check it out. It's like the whole thing is like three hours and 50 minutes. So like oh, it's genuinely okay. an evening if you yeah. want to just knock it out. A te- yeah, right. For all the choppers out there, if you want to knock out a teacher, it's, it's, it's an evening. Yeah, that's right. Up my speed, man. It might be a you know hungover Sunday uh, situation. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's watchable. Like, I, I don't, is there a new designation out there for like, like for me, there's like savor it, look forward to it, catch it early. Like I'll catch it one episode per week. Like I'm there. Yeah. And then there's like, no, I'm not down like that, but it's watchable. I will, I will spend, how do you sort of, how do you rate stuff now? So, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, as you said, either, Hey, I'm watching it when it comes out, this matters yeah. or I'm gonna get to it when I get to it. Like to me, yeah. that, there's no, there's, there's no in between yeah. because like, yeah. you know, these Disney shows and I think more the streaming, um, companies are picking up like, Hey, if you do a weekly drop, it can, you know, you can get a lot of coverage. People can have yeah. anticipation, right? Where we start off with the Netflix, just like binge everything. And I was like, eh, you know, if you just put it all out three hours from get go. It's like people watching the weekend. No one writes an article about it. No, now you're, no. you're Marvel on Disney plus like every week. Boom. Yeah. A million things about Loki. So to me, it's either um, it matters when it comes out or I'm going to catch it when I catch it. Doesn't matter if it's streaming, live TV, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so that that's kind of it. And, you know, everyone makes their like um, watch list now, right? Kind of like a watching backlog. So it's like, oh, a teacher. Okay, let me add that yeah. to the list. Then one day yeah. when I'm, you know, just flipping, I'm like, what do I watch? Oh, this teacher thing I put on the list. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> What, but what percentage of shows do you do you make it through? Like of, of the ones you start, mm. like what's the what's the survival rate? You know what I mean? Like and, and how does it go down? Like how how many? Do you, what what? Do you, what yeah? What's what? How hard is it to get in Jeremy's? I'm gonna watch the full season or the full. I'm talking about a season. I'm not talking about like ten seasons. That's a different bar. But a season. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'm pretty pretty high, but it's because I don't start many shows that i probably haven't heard someone vouch for mm-hmm. or heard you know seen um a lot of great reviews so one uh that i watch partially that i need to get back to is like that uh mayor east town i don't know if you heard it. it's like one of the hbo mm-hmm. sunday night shows with kate winslet had a lot of articles on it so i only watched the first couple I need to get back but i, I want to say my the hit rate's kind of high because i at this point i sort of know the type of shows that'll click yeah. with me you know unless it just i think things that's more in the air is like a reality show someone's like oh you know i don't know if you heard like sexy beasts on netflix where you go yeah. on a date dressed up as whatever and i it, just in my heart of hearts i feel like that is not a me yeah. show but yeah, you know yeah. like the like five or ten people that know me if they say go watch it i'll be like okay but you know like you saying this means you got to expect me to watch the whole series, not like catch one or two episodes. Cause I don't, I don't need to get in for one or two, but, yeah. uh, but what about you? How many, are, how many are you just starting and then, you know, leaving? I would, I would say we're at like probably 80% survival rate. And the ones that don't, it's like 10 minutes. And we're like, yeah, I don't like this character. We out, you know, it's just like something grating about it. Like, ah, that, like you said about the reality shows, like we'll watch like cooking shows. If it's like, the hosts are all positive and it's a good spirit. But if it's like too competitive, we're like, eh, it's not our vibe. So it's like, if you make it past the first 10 minutes, 
we're pretty much guaranteed to watch the whole season. But the first 10 minutes are pretty yeah, critical. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the real question is kind of what you said of like, okay, what have you made it through one episode of that you just yeah. dropped? Because if you make yeah. it through a whole episode, it's like, okay, you're, you, you seem to bought into the premise of this. Yeah. Now, the only, I'm trying to think, but we, we watched some, we've watched a couple shows where it's like some of these like mystical type shows where we ended up watching the whole first season. But then at the end of the season, we're like to each other, like, what the hell just happened? Like, who's the good guys? Who's the bad guys? Like, what is happening? And we're both like, yeah, I have no idea. And then we're like, all right, well, season two might be on hold. Or we might catch that, like, <laughs> when we're real, like, on a train or something. Like, when we're real hard up. Because, like, we genuinely don't really. Like, like the the big concept shit. Like, they're like, they want to be the next Game of Thrones. They do all this, like, world building. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I can't be using the internet to understand your show. Like, it can't be that confusing <laughs> that I need, like, cliff notes to understand your show. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a great follower of the plot. You know, I kind of get, like, I, I'm, I'm just not my list. Is, my wife's way better. But I, if yeah. I, so we'll make the whole season, but will season two happen? I, I don't know. And then, but other than that, no, like, uh, yeah, we'll, generally speaking, First ten minutes, make the first ten minutes. We'll probably watch about hundred episodes of your shit. So that's that's, that's the yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like to me, it's almost like the another divide is. Is this a show that um, you just put on to have something on, or like a show I got to pay attention to? Because I feel like a lot yeah. of people now it's like, oh yeah, I watch whatever, but it's like, eh, I feel like you just got it on to have something on, and you're you're not yeah. really paying that much attention to no. you know random Netflix show one hundred thirty four. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you straight up like. I think multi-screening has been the best thing that's happened to content creators because if you put your phone down and watch like we did in the 90s, straight up, nothing else but that show, you yeah, you will find some of the stuff you watch, there's a lot of dead air. You know what I mean? Like, like go put the phone on the table and sit down. Because that's how we did it until 2010 or 12, you know? It's right. like, okay, it's not like, I don't know, we weren't like having books we were reading while we were watching it, but for me, I'm like, okay, now it's sports and I'm just going to turn my head up when something's happening. Like, I think it's it's been like this fantastic, if you're like an average writer, it's like the most fantastic thing for you. Yeah, be like, I'm a great, I'm, it's almost like I'm just a podcast in the background. Like, just throw us on, sure. you know, sound you're going to like every now and then you look for up. Sure. Get me through three seasons. <laughs> that should be that should be our pitch, man. It's like, hey, what, why should we listen to your show? You're working out. You want to hear some friendly voices? Doesn't have to be that great. You ain't. You're just working out. You could you could tune out for like ten minutes. Pick up the next thread. We talk about whatever on this show. So right. you know, like we ain't. You don't have to be intensely watching the YouTube audience. You know, you could be the yeah. you could be that background listener. Ain't no problem with that. You know. Heck yeah. All right. Well, speaking of what uh, what should we talk about next, my guy? I mean, I look, I I want to talk a little bit about Shohei Otani because I read that the Home Run Derby ratings were the highest they've been since 2017. All-Star Game ratings are up. And this guy, we've talked about him before. What's he at, like 33 home runs? Yeah, something like that. And he is hitting the ball 450 feet on the regular. The guy... It's, it's become an international f- phenomenon, you know, mm-hmm. and you're out there. You're not far from the action. I mean, you're out there in California. Like, yeah. what do you, what's it doing for, like, h- how are you feeling about it? Because to me, it's the first thing in baseball that's gotten me truly hyped to watch <laughs> baseball in, uh, honestly, since the Astros won the World Series. <laughs> I think I caught cheating. <laughs> but, you know, you watch some of them strolls in the playoffs uh, after, after I, 2017. I've I watched 
<laughs> That's the thing. The next year they went to the World Series. I mean, we were at my wedding reception watching it. Lissa still talks about it, but they hadn't been caught cheating yet. It was they only got, <laughs> got caught cheating like a year later. It was after they got caught cheating that I got kind of dis a little disenfranchised. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. What, how do you feel about Shohei? How are you feeling about yeah. the hype around around this right now? What he's doing? Historic season. Yeah, I think for me in general, it's bringing back. You know, I grew up playing baseball, watching baseball, so kind of that like love of the game again but um mm -hmm. well i think is the vibe with some folks it's not like it's just you know taken all over but folks were like oh i kind of know about baseball you know kind of familiar before like hey have you are you watching shohei Atani? you know like it's it's just more yeah. coming up randomly that people are like are you is this guy actually leading the league at home runs and, and pitches like every six days like yeah, uh, modern day Babe Ruth. Like, catch him while you can, because who knows if if this can go more than this season or next season? Like, never know. So it's definitely on my list this year to go catch an uh, Otani yeah, game. Yeah. But yeah. me and a few other boys want to go, and obviously want to go when he's doing double duty. But we're like, oh, it's kind of hard to plan too far ahead <laughs> what game right, we can right. go to. Cause yeah, exactly. It's not like a football <laughs> schedule. We're like, all right, you know, September 20th, we're going to go to right. that game. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, pitching got announced. Uh, he's pitching in four days. And we got to be like, all right, four days. We got to get to Anaheim. Yeah. It would be dope to see him do go, but how long do you think they'll let him pitch for, Jeremy? I mean, Babe Ruth stopped uh, pitching for a reason. The dynamics on that equation haven't changed. You can play 162 games a year or as a starting pitcher. Now he's doing both, but I just can't imagine that's sustainable. So right now he's, it, he's like you know, 27, 28. So I figure right. you can probably do it a couple more years. So you're like 30. And uh, probably around then you start maybe having the conversation like, hey, uh, can we maybe bring you out the pin? You yeah. know, like uh, yeah. do something like that and then almost carry him like a, a 13th pitcher. You're like, okay, right. man, like you're not just guaranteed to pitch every six days, but we'll probably get you in you know, once a week. And, uh, yeah. you know, and maybe he's that long relief because, uh, yeah, I imagine over time it just it becomes too much to keep up uh, with both. But have have you heard some of this myth making <laughs> that they've said about him? Like, uh, Otani doesn't take batting practice. Like, he doesn't do it. And it's one of those, like, all right, guys, like, he doesn't do it on the field for everyone to see, but yeah, he, he does obviously is under the stands at whatever <laughs> batting cage or thing they got down there. Like, there's no way he's just like, the only time you ever see me swing a bat is when I'm hitting a 500-foot home run. It's like, nah, man, no. world don't work like that. <laughs> Uh, I, I like that he's becoming bigger than life in this respect. And I, like you said, if you guys are going to go see him, I mean, it's it's good for the game of baseball. I I, I think in two years, yeah, he'll be a, a full time designated hitter. Like m like you said, maybe play a, like a closer. But it's 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 tough what he's doing. You know, I just don't like it. Ultimately, the statistics say a elite batter is more valuable than an elite pitcher. Like if you had to pick one, you pick batting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and at some point, you will, you 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 will have to. This guy might have sixty-five. He could hit set conceivably. He could hit seventy home runs this year. It's not probably not going to happen, but he probably will hit sixty-five home runs this year. That's he, he, insane that he's man, actually pitching man, too. Man. I, I still can't get my head around this is actually happening. All right, yeah, my buddy was like, okay, yeah, Jay, I know who the MVP is going to be. I'm like, all right, well, obviously uh, Otani in the AL right yeah. now. And I was like, I actually don't know in the National League. I haven't been following it as closely. And he's all like, oh, yeah, uh, it's going to be DeGrom, dog. I'm like, hold up. One, there's an award that we already get for that. Yeah. It's called the Cy Young. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I I agree. He's uh, having a historical season. Um, I was like, but, you know, he gave up 
two runs in his last game. So he went from like a .6 or whatever ERA yeah. to like 1.02. So, you know, terrible effort. Like, but, dude, one in every five games. Like, you just, nah. unless you are, nah. I'm like, and unless this team's winning every like game, 90% yeah. of those starts or something, yeah. like, even if he's yeah. playing great, like, ultimately he's got to come to wins. And if you're a batter, uh, you just, you get more chances to affect yeah. winning. Like, yeah. It's just hard you to overcome do. that, man. So, yeah, I was like, even though he's having historic, it needs to be, like, historic pitching and, like, historic win rate to just be like, that's a guaranteed yeah. win. Not that he's going to pitch yeah. a good game. That's a win. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree with you. I, I mean, he's – at one point, he had more RBI than than runs allowed, which is <laughs> – yes. which. Which is yeah, ridiculous for, for anyone for, that is not Shohei Otani. That is yeah, crazy. for anyone that's not Shohei Otani, like, <laughs> he he could do it. But, but the fact that a National League pitcher, so uh, like like he's having an historic year. He might he's on track statistically to have the one of the best years ever on the mound. But I I'm with you when you when you're playing one in every five or six days. It's it's tough for me, but it's making me tune into baseball and. We've talked about it. I think it's awesome as an international player has just broken the mold here. And I, I think it's, I mean, look, I, I honestly, part of me just feels a little bad that he's playing for the Angels, you know, like, and, and no offense to the Angels, but like, imagine if he was on a contender. I mean, he's almost making them into a contender, just him being there. Right? That's the same, you know, Mike Trout story, Mike Trout. Though, I think, because, you know, I think if Shohei wasn't pitching, it's a different story. Like it's he'd still be having great season. We talked about, but yeah. like the both is kind of going to the next level. Yeah, I agree. because if he didn't I pitch, agree. he'd be like, eh, I don't know. It's just like another Mike Trout season. And you're like, all right, well, yeah. are you yeah. guys even going to make the playoffs? <laughs> you know, it's no. it's crazy. But uh, like speaking of baseball, since we're season two in between seasons, uh, I caught my first baseball game live. Oh, that was, how's that? That was great. I went to go see. Um, Dodgers Padres down in San Diego, and man, they were just vibing, sold out uh, stadium, and it was awesome, just like a awesome part. Yeah, man, just a whole vibe of people were just being glad to be back in it. My, my God, man, went on a a, a beer run uh, since we get there, two innings to get a beer talk, two, <laughs> two full innings. We're like, okay, uh, we need to get the delivery to the seat. Uh, I was like, what oh, is that website? Because sure. I am not doing that again. And the other other buddies I was with, I was like, y'all are getting everything else. Like, we, we missed two innings getting whatever, like four beers and four hot dogs. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, um, but yeah, man, it's just nothing like being there. You know, there are a few homers hit. And it's nice. like, you're like, oh, right. Like, it's like it's just ah, oh, just so good to be at an event again. Yeah, that is dope. You know, in uh, in England, we went to some cricket, and in England, the rules for for attendance for alcohol is you can bring a six pack or a bottle of wine per person in a cooler. It's like they look at what you bring in, and so cricket's a long day, and so we brought in a bottle of champagne each. Mm. Everyone, you just sit there and get absolutely lit. So if you think of like English fans and why it's so crazy, like bringing in booze is completely sanctioned. Like it's allowed. Imagine if you could bring a bottle of champagne in or a bottle of wine per person in with your boys to a baseball game. It it wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't think it would work in America. It wouldn't work. It's like all right, I got the Pinot. You got the whatever. Um, yeah, we about to have a time. Like just. Yeah, me probably hitting you, hitting it straight out the bottle. <laughs> just like, all right, man, I'm <sighs> taking some rips of this wine. 
Oh man, I I like I remember how old were you when you bought your first like beer at a ball game cuz for the longest to me that was like the most of like that's when I knew that we had had some salaries that we could go like kind of not worry about things all the time that luxury cuz I mean, when we went to baseball games in Houston, even when we were above age 21, we snuck everything we drank into the park. <laughs> <laughs> just going to put that all out in the streets. <laughs> I mean, you know, statute of limitations and everything. But like, we, <laughs> we would just go there and buy like a small Diet Coke or whatever and have all those airplane bottles. Yeah, like, nobody. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I got a new plastic flask. It's great. It's great. Dog. They got to oh, worry about sure, no metal the- detector. <laughs> For sure, the plastic flask, the, the all the tactics, and then I think I was probably thirty years old when I or twenty eight or twenty nine when I bought my first legitimate uh, beverage at a sporting event. Okay, well, we're definitely on uh, some some different time scales here. Uh, so I certainly got some gaps. I want to say the first one might have been at USC for. There was a, a period of time where you could use your discretionary money on your card to buy booze at football games oh, wow. and basketball oh, wow. games. Wow. So I only had a little bit. So it's kind of blurry. I remember if, it was, if I would get my own or I'd be like, hey, you, who's mama put all yeah. that money in your discretionary? Yo, get your, <laughs> get your boy one. <laughs> get your boy one, too. <laughs> but, oh, man, it was, it was great. So sometime, I forgot as our... Like maybe junior year, uh, the Pac-10 at that time was like, all right, like SC, because we're the last holdout. Like if you don't change, you're not going to get some sort of league money if you don't stop selling booze Mm. at games. Uh. So when they did that, it it didn't make the situation better because then everyone's just getting blitzed out of their minds before the game starts. So you're just seeing kids dropping out, you know, passing out the stands because it's 90, 95 (laughs) half the time. And they've been just, I don't know, doing shots of vodka for an hour before the game. So I was like, guys, this, this did not have the outcome that I think you're hoping for. It's it's funny you mention that because there's certain things in, in Europe that always people ask you about. And so like one of them, like, like, we moved to a smaller town in the Netherlands and all of our neighbors, they, they, they know we're from Texas. And so we met one of them and I decided to try to be funny. So the guy's like, oh, we heard you're from Texas. We're, speak- we're speaking English. We're spe- oh, you're from Texas. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're from Texas. But don't worry. We don't have that many guns. We left most of them in Texas. <laughs> and then Lissa like taps me like, don't joke around like that. And the guy's like, <gasps> I'm like, no, man, seriously, we have zero guns. First of all, you can't have guns in Netherlands. Second of all, like, well, I was never a gun owner. That's not my thing. But listen, it's like, hey, you can't joke like that because they think we all have guns. I'm like, I mean, shit, you see what they did past in Texas? They all do have guns. That's true. Right. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, well, my, all my guns are still in Texas, though, dog. I'm here. I got the same rules. I'm like, unless yeah, you think exactly. I'm like, 3D printing guns, which I may yeah, exactly. or may not know about. <laughs> That's right. What are those? Those like, yeah, just the three different parts or whatever, and buy the firing pin off eBay bullshit. But uh, anyway, so one of the things that they often ask people that go to sports, like, hey, is it true about like tailgating? Do people get drunk in the parking lot before they go to the game? It's not a thing in Europe. It's not a thing at all. And when I tell them, they're like mesmerized. They're like, and they barbecue. I'm like, it's all real. It's not just on TV. It's not just on movies. They're like, yeah. Oh, dang. And then, oh, have you been like? I've gone to some where buddies got like RVs and just set up. And it's a full-on hang, man. Like I've oh, gone sure. times where we forgot to go to the damn game because we oh, had sure. so much fun in the parking lot. For sure, for sure, for sure. I, I've definitely, yes, I've definitely been there. And I, and I, 
Hey, you, you talk about baseball, man. I miss. We used to go to a lot of baseball games. I oh. miss. I, I think live. There's some. It's it's like a. It's like a prolonged conversation you get with a friend and you're hanging, and then enough entertainment. It's like the Netflix in the background. Baseball to me, that's oh. how I like baseball. You know, like, yes, you could sit up close and talk about is it change up or a fastball is a slide or stuff like that. If you have someone like me or you where we have that knowledge, but most people don't have that knowledge. So you go there and you're like, we're going to take this in. When they hit the ball real far, it's going to be super cool and everybody's going to go crazy. And until then, we're just going to have a drink and a little conversation, get our chill on, and it's super fun. You know, people, oh. it's, it's, I don't know, you just have to write the right pace. I'm jealous you went to a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, and it's like, you know, that star. So it's like, um, what's his name? Oh, why can I not think of the show? shortstop on the Padres name uh Tatis Jr. it's like all right Tatis Jr. is yeah, up yeah, yeah, all right yeah, Machado's yeah. coming up and oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. all right M- Mookie Betts is playing and like oh it's like, yeah. all right hold on hold on dog you know yeah uh, <laughs> what's that Tatis is up like chill out you know I'm gonna pay Anything more happen. yeah I'm gonna pay more attention to this so yeah man it's just, it's just a good yeah good good hang man so yeah looking forward to catching my next one also caught my first movie which was uh kind of nice went to go see Black Widow uh, and it was only maybe 30% full. So, you know, okay. it was okay. like, all right, we, we spaced out. But more importantly, you don't have to worry too much about people talking and all that noise. Cause yeah. it's just not that many people there. <laughs> um, but funnily enough, I, I think it maybe reinforced me that I don't need to go to the movies to catch many movies. Cause nah. I mean, it nah. was fine or whatever, you know, I had a good time. Um, but I was just like, yeah. I could have watched this on Disney Plus in two months or whenever yeah. it comes out. Like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Nah, uh, I, I'm with you. Because, look, when we were growing up, you had a 19-inch SD television at home with, like, a little speaker the size of my hand. Yeah. And then you had the movie theater, which is exactly the same as this today. Movie theater is, like, the coolest thing in the world. We used to go to movies all the time until that incident happened, which we can talk about in another podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> yeah, definitely say that for extended discussion pod on uh, that movie situation, as we'll call it. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll put that one for, for, for we, we didn't budget enough time, and, and we might start beefing about it. So, um, But outside that unfortunate incident of racial profiling that uh that that occurred uh that i didn't necessarily behave exactly the way you want me to uh, uh we used to go a hell of a lot of movies but now man i'm with you like look we got a projector we got one of those hd projectors put a screen on the wall 90 inch screen in the bedroom we can go to the bedroom it's just us two it's dope as hell you know, like, right. well yeah we you know i don't know and now half the stuff's released straight to uh Straight to straight straight to movie anyway. But speaking of man, the second or third podcast we talked about Tenet, and oh, you yeah. talked about that that you 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 ended up kind of liking that movie, right? Like if it's you had like, to say it's like a good, I would, uh, you know, slight like you know, I generally like yeah. Nolan. Uh, it's good cinematography. It's definitely a yeah. like who this. Well, the audio mix is so bad that really destroys a lot of it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely one you're like. I'm gonna have to watch this three times to remotely yeah. have an idea of what happened here. So. Um, soft like, I guess. Soft like, yeah. I I ended up it it. You ever watch a movie and it puts you in like a rabbit hole of like, does it make sense or not? <laughs> yeah. And I ended up like, I got down to this point of like thinking about how time going the same direction is like a fundamental element of 
of strategic interaction. Like if we're playing chess against each other, like how could we play chess with our timelines going in? And I started like working out like logical trees and every, Liz is like, are you still thinking about that? I'm like, I promise you the movie makes no sense. And she's just <laughs> like, Justin, the movie is about people going backwards through time, walking backwards, this sort of stuff. You know, it doesn't make that much sense. You don't need to prove it mathematically. You just, you got to know that that's true. And I'm like, uh. Uh, okay, you're right. You're right. I've gotten too that though. I just want to refresh. So I, I soft liked it while watching it, but then uh, I, afterwards I'm like, nah, I don't like it. Don't make no sense. But uh, I don't know. I just follow follow it up on that. But like, like, hey, like, well, I don't know. What, if, if I told you I didn't watch some YouTube videos about how time works in Tenet, <laughs> I would be straight lying to you, dog. Because yeah. I definitely was like, okay, I got I got to dig into this. Uh, so it. You know what? I'm gonna mess around and send you some YouTube's about it. We can come back to it because it's one of those. with like, okay, really? Like, I get it. We we're gonna be going down a rabbit hole, y'all. So we can talk about it later. Of uh, how how we make uh, backwards through time make sense. All right, let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk. We'll see if we can get some podcast worthy worthy elements there. But I'm. I, I do like when a movie inspires me to go down a rabbit hole. I love getting in internet rabbit holes. Like to me, it is one of the like some like sometimes Lisa will get in a rabbit hole. Like what are you what are you doing? She's like I'm th- looking at this guy. Uh, he's the king of Spain. He's in uh, you know he's out there in Saudi Arabia now, and he was friends with the dictator and all this stuff. And it, all this crazy messed up stuff happened. And she's like, you won't believe him. Like tell me everything. I need to know. You know. And she's like I've been researching it for ten hours. You know. I'm like yes. Like. Fill me up. I, fill me up this beat. So, like, to me, I, I like a good ride. It's a good, inspire, like, a thought. It, it wins from that perspective. But, yeah, let, let's send me what you got because I spent a good amount of time in, in rabbit holes, and then I got all kind of raged about it, enraged about it. So maybe you'll bring me back. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely destroyed my, like, YouTube uh, recommendations for a few weeks going deep down the oh. rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Google, like, the Google app, I don't know if you use the Google app, it is it is definitely one of those things. If you get down a rabbit hole, you will be getting Christopher Nolan updates for three years. Like the machine learning is not quite there yet. It's like Christopher Nolan had a pancake this morning. I'm like, no, I've had a specific Christopher Nolan information need. I don't have a generalized Christopher Nolan. But the thing is, it can get you in. So like my wife and I, well, I've gotten into F1 because I live in Europe and because I like it. I just like it now. But my wife. Like she likes Lewis Hamilton because of the stuff he does for, uh, you know, uh, around race and like he's a really good dude. So she'll talk about she'll like search about what Lewis Hamilton's up to. But because Google's so like aggressive with it, then she'll come to me like, hey, did you hear that uh, Kimi Raikkonen's not going to sign again for Alfa Romeo? I'm like, how do you have this knowledge? She's like, oh, Google. I'm like, now I'm like F1. Everything on my Google feed is F1. And so, but she keeps it. But I'm like, you keep engaging. She's like, well, I think you wanted to know. I'm like, to them, you're the biggest F1 fan in the world at this point. Cause you just, you're just being a, a great wife, like supporting it. But she's like, yeah, it's all F1 and cricket and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, they will, it will go for it. It will hyper personalize for you. It will go for it. It's like, you're, you're creating more signal, babe. More signal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all like, you can, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting how that, you could, how that works. I, would, I don't know any more deeply than that, but look, I know, I know you actually have to like start going to work pretty soon, which yeah. is why we record these in the morning before, before you work. Yeah. You want to talk about NBA playoffs? You want to talk about screw up of the week? You, 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 you uh, I think we can bang them out real quick. You know, um, right. NBA playoffs, you know, we got a series. We're two, two. Uh, we had two games where Giannis very much was proven to people that, 
Yeah, I'm the two-time MVP for a reason. I'm just hanging 40 yeah. and 10 on y'all uh, back-to-back yeah. games, uh, even though we thought, uh, what is it, two weeks ago that he might be done for a year when he hyperextended that knee. So um, so glad to see that. 2-2, we got a real series. I think this is going seven games. Looking forward to it. Nothing better than a game seven. And also, I think some of this uh, Chris Paul love fest last couple games, uh, I don't think he's catching the hate he should because he's been a turnover no. machine. He had a awful yeah. game yesterday yeah and now it could start to get real them whole th- them buttholes might start tightening up again because it was like oh so psychological we're up to so oh it's rolling because yeah. yeah. if they if they lose game five at home i think that's a wrap i don't think they got it in them to dig in and come back from that and then we all had no. a great story. Chris Paul, he finally made it to the finals. And that's immediately going to flip to like, he blew it. He's never, I the, knew yeah, I was right. Yeah, he could never get it done. Yeah. yeah. And imagine going to bed thinking about this, like your legacy. It's like, like you said, he wins this. No one's going to talk about the close chances in the past. He loses this. They're going to talk about whether the Western Conference finals this and he got hurt and this and this and this. And, you know, and I'm like, it is so like growing up, you know, I thought sports was all about the physicality. But being now a bit more of an adult, it's the psychology. Like, if they, you're right, if they lose at home, it's over. If they blow them out, they're going to feel like a million bucks, free roll into Milwaukee, win the game or not, whatever, and they're going to have... It's so... I don't know. But for me, I, I agree. He's not... The sentimentality factor is incredibly high on this man right now. Like, every American I talk to is like, oh, I'm pulling for Chris Paul. I'm like... Okay, since when are you big Chris Paul? I know he's a good dude. He's a nice guy. He's on Family Feud. Super nice guy. Super nice. State Farm commercials. Yeah. I, I like Chris Paul as much as this guy, but I'm, I, I don't have the Chris Paul fan club shirt. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's like going I was, to that level. I was down with him when he was on the Rockets. Didn't like him when he was on the Clipper. You know, it's just exactly. like, hey, he's, he's a dude. I got respect for him. Like, yeah. and any great player generally have respect for him. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Kind of would like Giannis to win. <laughs> yeah, know, like it's fine with yeah. it. it's like that dude's yeah. like the face of him and Luca. It's like, all right, y'all got the next five yeah. years, run with it. Yeah, feel you. All right, and then screw up of the week, man. What, what, what we got? What we man, there's, there's it, a few choices out here. What you got? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's the story uh, that we just can't get away from. Uh, I gotta say, uh, COVID and uh, is is back on and well, not on and popping, but uh, it is on the rise in every state yeah. in the United States uh, right now, which seems crazy because we've had vaccines and high accessibility for a very long time. And now it's like we're finally starting to see the, the other side of things it's like, OK, now, yeah, most people who actually want one without, you know, a yeah. high amount of convincing really have got one. And this Delta variant is not messing around. So no. those two no. things together, like they'll have some places that are like, yeah, this area has a 15% vaccination rate. And you're like, yep, we're up 200% in the last two weeks on like COVID cases. And it's like, holy moly, man. So, um, I mean, COVID's a story, but I think I hear it's really just the people uh, not getting the vaccine, listen to all these crazy reasons why not to get it. And who knows what the outcome's going to be? I know here there's going to be no lockdown. That that ain't no, happening no, again. Yeah. But how much it might tear up communities again? Mm, there are going to be some communities that are severely hit here. So I can't I can't say the the screw ups COVID, but the screw ups definitely not getting them jabs in the arm. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and I I think it's partly a rest on the people, but I also think. Ultimately, it does. But 
governments around the world, I don't think they've taken on, like they don't know how to, like you, everyone says, oh, approach like a business. I work in marketing. I would approach this with a full-on blitz of marketing materials and speak and, and, and target it to the audience. So if you, tell, if you tell someone that hasn't gotten a vaccine yet, hey, the statistics say it's safe, it's stupid not to, you're crazy not to, you're not winning any persuasion that way. It's just never worked that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like but if you talk to them and say, look, actually, uh, talk to your friends. Probably about half your, your friend circle, for a lot of people, have had it or some, and they've had to have any negative outcomes. You know, I've taken it because it allows me to see my parents and make it, make it safe for them. I do it for the idea of the pub, whatever it is, just market, market this. this. Just go spend. Like, the, the, they're going to spend $3.5 trillion on a, on a uh, $2.1 trillion on a recovery package. You know, spend like $100 million on a marketing push and get celebrities and get it's, all this stuff and get influencers and, and, and Instagram. Everyone says, oh, I'm on their social media. You know how cheap it is to hire influencers? I, you know, I work in marketing. Uh, to hire influencers to talk about vaccines being safe, it's super, it's like relative to these numbers, it's super cheap. And so I feel like they're just doing it in this old school way. Well, the CDC said this. It's like, so, now we're in this set of the population that's not effective. So I don't know. I'm a little disappointed in the creativity. That's so been going what on, might be like funny for you is I think there's actually a ton of that going on that you don't get to see over there because I, I forgot right. we talked about it. You know, there's vaccine lotteries to incentivize. And, yeah, you know, that, these started that's, that's si- cool. after like, you know, the first 50 percent of people who were like, OK, y'all going to get it. And then they would start them after that. So that had, you know, pretty good efficacy. There's a lot of spots with a lot of celebrities. But what I think you are discounting is the amount of advertising and speaking and Instagram uh, on the other side, right? To be like, don't get it, any vax, whatever, not real, not proven. It's not fully FDA approved. It's yeah. emergency use. And, um, you know, the validity of both statements is not the same, but if you're the type of person that already doesn't want to yeah. get it, right? You got yeah. enough info out there to also tell you, like, oh, yes, this is what happened. Kind of the, the signal that we were talking about with Lissa and F1, right? You're going to get yeah. that same yeah, signal yeah. for, no, yeah. anti-vax, don't get the vaccine. So, yeah, man, it's not easy overcoming. I was actually surprised when I heard, I, I hit you up, it's like, now, you know, Canada's, like, got the yeah. higher percentage, I think, of first shots. Uh, Germany passes. I think you said we Nether- Netherlands. Is well yeah, and that's yeah. like, wait, 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 we were way far ahead. Yeah. And that, yeah. I think, is really, like, gets me to understand, like, holy crap, this, like, anti-vax thing is huge like countries we are months yeah. ahead of are now passing us up on vaccination rates so yeah. i don't know I'm, i guess i'm glad it's not my job to figure it out but man it's we, we are not getting rid of this <laughs> that is just gonna be a part of our life man oh my goodness it is you know we'll probably talk about it in two years and it's gonna be a theme on this but look um i hear you and i'm not there to see it and uh, but yeah it, it it, it is it is it is the persistent screw up when there's a solution out there and it's not being utilized the fullest man it is it is gut gut wrenching but look um i know you got to get to work and i gotta get to dinner so um look thanks everybody the, welcome to season two of last week chopped up you know the deal if you like what you're hearing tell your friends tell your family uh follow us on the pod- podcast platform like our stuff on on youtube it's a pretty low budget operation we got here me and my boy jeremy <laughs> we're still just getting started and, and tweaking right. the format we appreciate all their support hit us up and until then we'll See you next time. Yeah, catch you later, Choppers.